The Retro Buzz starts right after this. Hey guys, we're live for the Friday show that we always do, the Retro Buzz. And um, wait, wait um, let me look around here. No, he's not wearing a mask right now. He's just not this time. He's sitting in a chair. <laughs> My Captain Kirk chair. Yeah, okay, but you never, you you never do that. I don't. But and I got my new my new little baby next to me too. Ooh. We'll get back to that in a little bit, but we've got Mr. Glenn Planamento. We've also got Mr. Cool Toy today. We've got Douglas Smith. He's there. He's all ready to go. And uh, before we introduce our guest, we, we have we have a little bit of a we have a little bit of a, a real quick uh, some announcements to go over for some of you guys out there in the at games community. The there's going to be a brand new firmware that's going to drop tonight. From at least that's what I was being told. That's going to fix the Tron leaderboard. And you're like, well, big deal. Why are you announcing this? This is, you know, the reason being is there's going to be a new Tron leaderboard that will be live starting March 21st at 12.01 a.m. Pacific time. Also, at the same time, the Tron top score tournament kicks off. It'll end Sunday, March 22nd at 11.59 p.m. And the top 10 score placers will win free BYOG hours. So... Make sure you guys check that out if you're uh, a Legends user and you want to get out there. And uh, I know Glenn's probably going to sign up, Mr. Tron himself, right? Actually, it's a great game. I love it, but I'm not great at it. Typical for me. I'm not great at that game. My game is always Asteroids. Of course, Pong. Go way back to Pong. <laughs> Gotta like Pong. Doug, are you going to are you gonna attempt to go down the road and, and uh, compete? Well, see, when you first said they were going to fix the eight, Tron leaderboards. I assume you meant fixed in the the context of they were going to put Glenn up top just because <laughs> he demanded it. So it was going to be a rigged leaderboard. Well, that could be uh, very yeah. possible. So, hearing that Glenn is not as great as Tron uh, as he potentially led others to believe, I'm absolutely gun informed now. <laughs> well, if you've ever played <laughs> fighting games with him, you'll know he's not very good. <laughs> I slap at the best of them. He he did. He did. Uh, but, un, you know, along with everything else in the world, there's really not a lot of news. But I did find out, guys, that um, the TurboGrafx-16, they actually have a date placeholder. Now, that doesn't mean I get it. They have December 31st of this year as the release date. But, Doug, I think you and I both think that it is just a placeholder date to show more and more, uh, get, get more and more pre-orders. Uh, but are you thinking maybe two to three months we'll we'll maybe see that hit the uh, Amazon shelf? I would think so. I mean, with it already was supposed to be here, you know, on our doorsteps now, it, you know, it already had to had the stock ready to go. So I, I think maybe you know two three months max is the delay, and that's presuming this 
pandemic that's going on in the world kind of subsides and kind of mellows out and things kind of go to a pseudo normal thing. But yeah, two to three months, I think uh, we'll see it back up and uh, we'll probably have it on our doorsteps, hopefully. And I, I, Glenn, you have had me looking all over Tarnation for a <laughs> original and I have yet to find it. But I did get a good deal on a Sega Genesis. So you did. Well, well, the TurboGrafx-16 or any of them are hard to come by regardless. Um, and if you find one, they're expensive. You had a good deal. If you show your picture of that thing, your Sega Genesis you got for what you paid, you got a very good deal. And the only question I had for you was, it's definitely a, uh, a first-gen run unit, but it does have the lockout chip. On the back of it, is there like an, a nine-pin Atari joystick-style connector? Because that would mean it's the second revision of the original Genesis. If you don't have that nine-pin on the back, that's the third version of the Sega Well, Genesis it looks Gen like 1. there's a VGA-type adapter thingy on that's the back. It. Good. Okay. So you have the first run that has the lockout chip or the licensing chip, as they like to call it. But it's a lockout chip. So that's fine. Um, it's still got the better sound, which is what really matters. Uh, the Sega Genesis, as they got newer models out, the sound went right down the toilet. Uh, it got mm. worse with each version. But that one, the sound should be fine in it, um, and you should should be enjoyable. It's in good condition. With the controllers that you got for that price, you got a good deal. Thirty-five bucks, system, three controllers, three games, shipped to my yeah, door. Yeah, it's a very good deal. Can't can't beat it. Very, so, very good deal. So I'm I'm pretty stoked with it. Even though I had um, uh, uh, one that has like the all-in-one, and you can put the cartridges in and everything like that. But I wanted an official one. But Somebody else that's also in this space. We have a special guest with us today. He's been patiently waiting. And John, John does not have his finger on the trigger. He reassured us that. We've got with us Mr. David McIntosh from Arcade 1-Up. Welcome, sir. David's in the house. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, guys. Really excited to be here. Well, it's great to have you on here. And, um, you know, you guys have been feeling kind of like the the depressing scenario that we've all been facing with with some of our pre-orders from other other video game outlets unfortunately you guys are facing that same problem a lot of conferences have been canceled you guys didn't get to blow the roof off of a lot of your announcements but you're still keeping a positive attitude which is really cool thank you yeah yeah with all these events canceling it's definitely shifting our strategy but by no means is it going to take the thunder away from our announcements. We just have to, you know, strategically think how we're going to do that moving forward. Yeah, everything's going online. Glenn's online. Doug's on. We're we're all practicing social distancing yeah. right now. Um, <laughs> you definitely want to practice it for me at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you seen David any kind of delays on? I guess the Burger Time cabinet is the big one, right? That's the one that's been shipping. Um, yeah. I've seen pictures all over social media that the the product has been shipping. People have been receiving it on on time. Uh, is it still going as planned, even though the pandemic is here? Yeah. So right before this call, I, I was on the phone with my logistics team to confirm what I can and can't say. Um, but things overseas are actually in what their words, you know, clearing up slightly. So. Um, you know, factories are, are starting to go back up and, and businesses are starting to open up again. So we're actually rolling out a lot of our, our pre-orders, uh, Burger Time being one of them. Uh, and we're actually almost out. So, yes, uh, you know, to your question, 
things were slightly impacted in terms of once they got to the port, it took them longer to unload the, the boat. Just, you know, they had to check them or whatever they do with the, these quarantined goods. Like, I have no idea what, what that process is. It just took an extra day or two for them to look, look at it, open it up, say everything's good. Uh, but besides that, you know, everything's going business almost as usual in terms of like logistics. Uh, we, we are hitting a snag right now with risers. I, I know somebody commented on one of the, uh, the, the posts when you introduced this live stream asking about what the status was on some risers because they're starting to deplete. That's an example of something that's also being impacted with California's, um, you know, ports and everything starting to close down. We are having an issue in our, in our warehouse as well. We are having an issue receiving some goods. Um, so there will be some delays in terms of uh, parts and stuff, but so far it hasn't been too impactful on, on the business overall. So maybe this might be conspiracy theory, but guys, what do you think? The no, same people that are hoarding the toilet paper are hoarding the risers. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> I'm just saying. But personally, it's I think so the risers are a throne for their toilet paper. See? You know, build a massive <laughs> mound, get your risers, and you've got this castle of toilet paper. I'm just saying. I'm just Listen, the risers are more important That's in my funny. opinion. I you, believe it. Yeah? So, so you think there's some truth to that, right? You never know, honestly. <laughs> I didn't understand the toilet paper. The hand, the hand sanitizer I got, but you know, I do see a correlation with the risers. It's I'm... just like, you know, right before this kind of started kicking off, we saw like a spike in sales. You know what I'm saying? Like we have mm -hmm. retailers now asking, you know, they're putting in their purchase orders earlier than they normally would, um, because we're seeing people building their own man caves, like their at-home game rooms for extended periods of time in, in social isolation. When we posted the warehouse closure announcement on, on social, probably the top five, 10 comments were like, yeah, you know what? Like we're just getting more of these machines at our house, uh, you know, to make the most of this situation. You know, you can't really do anything but embrace it. So you may as well make it, uh, you know, a solid experience to, you know, the extent that you can. So with the risers, we saw a lot of risers and a general arcade machine sales spike and continue to do very strong uh, in terms of sales. And it's actually kind of, you know, expediting our, our vision almost of, of putting these arcade, uh, you know, units or these arcade experiences into people's homes because people are realizing, you know, the one percenters who can afford it, they're putting pools and tennis courts in their in their backyards or in their property. And, you know, the you know, middle class, you know, they're putting arcade machines in their house, different forms of entertainment. Um, so we're, we're definitely seeing a, a huge transition of, of mindset, but also preparation for, for what's going on right now. So, P Dub has a really good question in the in the YouTube channel uh, chat. He said, um, "Do you guys plan on making more risers, or now is the business model switching over?" And I'm paraphrasing, of course, to the risers coming complete with the arcade. Is that something that you know for users that maybe just want the two ninety nine arcade without the riser, they could still get it, or is the business model switching over to now you get a complete? riser graphic package for 499 you know there's there's a few different thought processes on this we're actually not um we're not set on on what the answer is if the community wants them separate you know we'll make them separate because at the end of the day you guys are the ones who are supporting us you supported the burger time the marvel all the direct consumer tests we've done to date uh, meaning selling units directly ourselves, not through retailers, have proven a success um, solely by our hardcore fan base, not the general Walmart consumer, not that you guys are you know different or treated differently, but 
we found that the sell through we're getting right now is significant enough to, you know, if you guys say we, we don't want to rise or just like you said, we'd rather this be burger time, not to karate champ. We have the ability to implement those changes as long as it's like three or four months out before uh, we ship the goods. And then the other mindset we have is um, price points. We want to have a tiered price point system in a perfect world where the entry level consumer could try one of these out for $2.99. Uh, you know, somebody who's more into these can get like an average version with the riser and somebody who's really into like the modding side of things or, or having like that, that really polished looking unit can get the bells and whistles included, whether it's light up marquee, the sand wall buttons and joysticks and, you know, and now we're rolling out the light up deck protector, stuff like that. So we're hoping to implement a tiered system. I, I would, in for my perfect world, there would be various different tiers, um, but that, that could also change depending on consumer demand and retailer demand. Another get? question that popped in real quick from uh, Zohar, Super Chat. Uh, basically wants to know, David, will Arcade want to re-release any of the older cabinets with better sticks, better sound, better features, specifically Mortal Kombat? He doesn't want a lot, does he? No, just a couple questions. No, just Mortal Kombat. Um, <laughs> I, I actually don't, you know, my team keeps telling me yes, but I've heard that answer for like six months now. So, you know, I'm told it'll eventually happen, but that, that comes back to like the retailer demand. So retailers are coming to us and said, hey, this this particular unit, uh, Street Fighter, Pac-Man, Mortal Kombat, they did really well. Uh, we'd like to introduce more of them. And just by default, as the years have gone on, our products got better. So screens, you know, less, um, what do they call that when you like, it bleeds when you go over to the side, fades. I'm not entirely sure what the terminology. Yeah, light bleed, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, light bleed. We're, we admitted that, you know, we upgraded some of our buttons from day one, uh, joysticks, and deck protectors implementation, customizers, et cetera. So the answer in theory is yes, um, but I, I personally, I don't know what my sales team has negotiated with retailers as of right now, so I, I don't know which titles in particular. I think Mortal Kombat will be one of them, Street Fighter likely as well. Um, I'm not entirely sure which of the Wave 1 titles are for sure going to happen. And if they do, probably Q4 of this year. Uh, if, if this situation resolves itself in the next couple months, that's that's likely what's going to happen. Hey, Doug, um, Eminem has a question for you to ask uh, David there in the YouTube. It says, when will Arcade 1UP make their own light-up marquees? Will they make them for all games? So I know there's probably some people out there looking for older generation one light up marquees but they're looking to see just officially can they buy light up marquees separately yeah we we want to implement those um i think right now scott's making the decision you know do retailers want it do we want to sacrifice the shelf space we have to to roll these out because you got to imagine the amount of SKUs we have um how much shelf space that would take up and you know in the space of six of these light up marquees you could probably fit another skew of arcade machines so from a business perspective especially with retail uh space being so limited in today's day and age it's tough to make that call so if we do do it uh, which i know the team's planning on doing it it'll probably be direct to consumer on our own website and i'm not entirely sure if it's going to cover the full range or you know just the most popular titles um, but the the solution that i've seen so far will be able to retrofit to an existing machine so if you bought Wave 1 Pac-Man, you'll likely be able to buy a Wave 1 Pac-Man um, light-up marquee uh, upgrade uh, hopefully soon. And that's probably Q4 if they do it this year. Very cool. Yeah. And Glenn, you have a uh, – is that or is that <laughs> – I'm sorry. I just saw your name was highlighted. I don't know if that's uh, – go ahead. It, yeah, I did. No, I did. Very resounding compliment. 
Go yeah, ahead. I can't, read I can't it. read it to myself. That, that'll make my head this big. I all right. All right. Doug, Doug, you got to read it. You got to read it. Yeah, all right. I'll read it. Go ahead, Glenn, Doug. this is from Zohar. There's another super chat. It says, Glenn, I love your global fan page on Facebook. I think you're a genius to bring communities together like that. We need that right now. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> oh we there we go. I'm trying. Hold on, I'm I'm trying. It's I'm trying. It's, it's He's, getting bigger, but I'm trying to hold it in. I am. We'll let we'll let Glenn's, thanks, Ohar. I appreciate it. <laughs> we'll let Glenn's head deflate for a little bit. We'll do a quick um a quick plug for us here, and and we're you know like I said, we're not really making anything on this, but you guys asked for it. We've got Retro Buzz T-shirts. I, there's probably about like ten of you guys that have ordered this already. So thank you for those that already ordered it. Um. There and I'm going to be completely transparent with you. Two dollars is made for every shirt so far, and they're at a really cheap price right now. That money I'm going to take and put into people have asked for the embroidered hats. It's kind of like my tech buzz one that I wear, but we're going to get a retro buzz. It's fifty dollars to get the screen made for the embroidery, so all that money is going to be put back into that. So we're essentially I've already talked to the guys. We're making nothing on it. We don't want to make any money off of it. But you can come on here and you can pick any color that you want. Um, whether you want the, the, that's the front, the back has the best part the of the pictures look so much better. And yes, I'm a human. and Glenn does not look <laughs> like a, look, I'll zoom in. Glenn, Glenn doesn't look like he was punched in the face by Mike Tyson. See, <laughs> <laughs> or Doug or Doug, one of the two. Hey, I'm not a violent person. <laughs> well, so there's some yeah, other stuff. Just you practicing, you know, you can get yeah. hoodies, you can get stickers, kids shirts, mugs, all different colors. We have that available if you go to the techbuzz.net slash store or you can go to tpublic.com slash I think it's the retro buzz or it's the tech buzz. I'm not sure. But it says the retro buzz store that you can go in. Uh, and like I said, we wanted to find a place that was inexpensive to make these shirts. Right. So, you know, people aren't paying an arm and a leg for a shirt. And um, right. as a matter of fact, right now, they're actually cheaper than buying toilet paper. So, yeah. you may have to use it as toilet paper one day. But, you know, <laughs> hey, we, we you know, we can't. We can't do that. We can't say that. But so, David, I've got a question for you in regards to the arcade one up where, you know, you've heard this on other shows. We've talked about it uh, with John D in nauseam. But for me, running out of room for the arcades, what I'd really like to see. And I don't know if this is something on the plat and, and if the, the community agrees, I'd like to see some special edition type cabinets, something that has special edition markings on them that you know, kind of become like a collector's uh, type of a cabinet. Kind of not not like the Marvel, because the Marvel was just like a certificate. Nobody would walk into your game room and know that it's a limited edition, but something that just kind of screams limited edition, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're working on stuff. I don't want to give anything away, but essentially, you know, you'll look at a unit that's in the marketplace, um, and there'll be noticeable differences. Uh, and actually one of our new titles will probably roll out with that in the next three to six months. So we, we hear you, it'll be, it'll scream collector's piece. It'll have its own, uh, you know, features. I'm trying to think how to, how to say it without saying it, but it'll <laughs> definitely have a point of difference where you'll, where you'll look at it and you'll say, okay, that's, that's, that's a rare piece of, uh, machinery right there. It'll be like a, the Ferrari of arcade one ops, the, the next level up. Is, for sure. is that, oh. in, is that in relation that's to a, the tech buzz cabinet? That's a tech buzz cabinet. Oh, they say it. <laughs> I on it. The P the P dubs P dub wants to know if you can elaborate on this whole light up deck protector. If I'm, am I reading that right there guys on YouTube? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, um, our NBA, I think it's the 
499 version. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to have uh, NBA, um, all the Frogger and Pac-Man 40th. There's going to be versions that have light up deck protectors. So uh, when you have your arcade room on dim lighting, just like most people do, um, uh, Steven, your arcade room is, is probably the best uh, example of that, how it's always like, you know, blue and dark, but you'll be able to see the light up marquee, it'll glow, and then you'll be able to see the deck protector, just kind of like the third arcade uh, in, the third uh, machine in there. Uh, it'll just emit light. It'll just add an extra ohm to, to the to the control panel, and it'll be easier to see uh, the buttons as well and the joystick. So if you're gaming in the dark, like a lot of you guys do, um, it'll it'll just add that extra spark it, to the point of you know having points of difference on our units. That'll be a significant one. Okay, another Very thing cool. that we see here in the in the chat room from Cursed Existence. I uh, wanted to remind David to spill the SDCC19 story that John D says is very funny. I actually have that written down yeah. on my paper here to to, to hammer him with that. <laughs> David doesn't seem too excited about it. <laughs> it's hard because like there's a fine line you walk as like a PR guy where mm-hmm. what you can and can't say. Uh, Dude, so tonight there's, there's it's just, just so many parts of that story that I probably couldn't it's just, say. It's Dude, just S3. It's just, it's just we're just sitting here man. chilling. Else here. Yeah, or you could just do air quotes and yeah. say allegedly. Loud. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to go into full-on PR yeah, here. Yeah, just so... lay, let it loose. Scott's in there. He ain't going to care. Right, right. So I'll try and make like, a PG-13 version of this story. Um, so this was recently. You got to do so it like I John D. Team in like. John D. How, how, oh, yeah. No get, rules. Okay. That's how no rules. There it is. Come Where's on. my jewel? Hang on. I'm just going to get my, my vaporizer really quick. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, John and I had worked together for a couple months prior to this outing, but it was our first real night of, like, getting to know each other and, like, kind of bonding as, as colleagues. Um, so, we went out and, like, just had a great time. We went to various different uh parties in in san diego throughout comic-con and needless to say he can hold his alcohol a lot better than i can um so after venturing out uh in the evening and and you know parts of the night not being fully clear um the next morning at the booth i showed up you know i don't know i think the show started at like 9 a.m and I'm talking to my friends and I was just like, hey, or like, sorry, my, my colleagues. And I was like, hey, like, have you guys seen John? They're like, no, not yet. I don't think he's uh, he's up yet. And I was like, oh, God, it was so strange. Like, I I, uh, I went out to the bar with him, you know, I, I couldn't, I got kicked out of one of them. And then I tried to get back in and, and he just left me, man. The guy left me high and dry. He went out to party <laughs> with all the people we were with and, and, um, and and he you know he just fully ditched me like i thought we were good buddies you know and, <laughs> um, anyway so i i felt sick to my stomach hang on so i felt sick to my stomach at this point i went to the washroom um i came back after like 20 minutes and they're like hey john just swung by but his story's a little different than than yours so um what happened was apparently i had gone to the bar they didn't let me in for appropriate reasons i presume and then um he had walked me back to the hotel and said, Hey buddy, this is it. Like, you know, go to your room. I think you've had a good enough night. Uh, and I didn't know he dropped me off at the hotel. So I walked for probably 20 blocks, got lost in San Diego (laughs) and, uh, had to take a cab back. And all the while he had dropped me off at, at the hotel that I needed to be at in the first place. 
throughout that journey, you know, the 20 block walk I had taken, I, you know, met strangers, became friends with these guys at a different bar. Like it was a crazy, crazy, crazy night. Um, so yeah, that was, that was really, that, that's the, the PG version of the story without going too far into the details, but it was a great time. That was the first time I got, got to know him. And like, I, we pretty much I guess did that's that. A, that's a good PSA. Anytime you're going out drinking with John D, <laughs> be careful. You never know where you end up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That guy's a good time. He's a, he's a, if you ever want a good time, whatever event you're at with John D ask him to take you out and you either won't remember or it'll be one. you can't forget. <laughs> oh my. We got some super chats here to get through. Uh, uh, Glenn or Doug, you guys want to hit that up? So Daniel May says, when will we see new calves in Australia? Any updates on worldwide? Good day, mate. Yeah, so we're we're currently working with a distributor in, in Australia. No timing, because I've been asking for timing for the last uh, couple months now. But the the conversations are on, the orders are in. It's just a matter of when when they get there. And we're we're trying to figure out. I know it sounds like easy to just send something to a different area, but the, you have to do different testing for for different regions and uh, different uh, warranties and stuff like that. So. Uh, the product needs to go through like retesting and, and, you know, we have to put different plugs on them and it's, it's a bit of a process. So it is taking place. Australia will be definitely getting some in the near future, but no timing, probably like if I were betting man, I'd say like five months, roughly could be shorter, could be longer, but that's probably like the safe, safe number. And they got to take those big foster beer cans, and those big daggers that they have out there, you know, <laughs> that's not a knife. That's a knife. You got to be careful with that stuff on the cabinet. That's funny. We had a few other ones. Somebody asked about Golden Axe time frame, and I know you're probably not going to be able to give a time frame, but if you had to estimate, if the virus wasn't here, what would have been your estimation? Yeah, we were we were hoping for like a Father's Day launch on that thing. Um, probably not going to happen, just to be candid with you guys. Like every title that we showed at CES will probably be in stores by uh you know holiday that's like the safest bet you can say uh but it, who knows like this this whole global situation could go on for a longer time than we hope it will and that could impact decision making but so far like you know like i mentioned earlier the factories are still running right now and the only issue is that we have a port in california that that's just been closed so that could impact things but the company's so adaptive that i don't see it really impacting us significantly unless you know this issue worsens uh for an extended period of time. I think that's something yeah, I'm hearing. Yep. I'm sorry, I just want to say real quick, I'm no, hearing from my from my people, people across the pond or actually south pond, oh, anywhere in China, <laughs> that factories factories are now at about 75, 80% back to normal, but they're still not there yet. And, they're de and even at running at that capacity, they're still months behind. So yep. they still have to do a lot of catch up, but they'll get there. That's, that's exactly. That's what exactly. I was going to say to you, Glenn. Um, people don't realize that even if we get back to normal, what somewhat normal by mid-May, you're talking about possibly six months of backlog that they got to get through. So right. I think David's, oh, absolutely. David's spot right. on by saying like holiday this year, Christmas this year, somewhere around that time frame. Right. Because and that's and that's all still depends on if things don't come back in another wave. I mean, right now it's been good. We're still in the midst of it here, but there's no telling right now that this couldn't 
you know, start up again in, in China and bring the factories back down to a close for a longer length of time. So it's really going to be hard for Arcade One for anybody to give any kind of dates at this point. Yeah. So unfortunately, that's yeah, that's. I mean, where David we're could be driving an eighteen wheeler this summer. For all we know, like <laughs> all hands on deck, you know, David, we need you to go pick up, you know, a couple uh, containers worth of product. Uh, how, how good are you driving a Peterbilt? You got to sneak them across the border yeah. from Mexico. Well, Can you do that? Yeah. I prefer Mack trucks, but uh, I'll get the job done <laughs> if I need to. All hands on deck, you know. Good man. Good man. <laughs> yeah. It really has been all hands on deck lately. Like each department is kind of spreading its wings and, and helping out as needed, you know, with customer service being a part of the warehouse in, in California that's closing down. Um, myself and, and quite a few others are, you know, in different departments are helping out as needed. So, you know, it really is all hands on deck mentality because we know, you know, consumer safety being number one priority. And then, you know, we have customer satisfaction as well, which is really close up there. So it's hard to, to balance the, how do you keep somebody happy, but also keep your team safe. So, you know, right now I'm in my house and, and a lot of people are because I'm based in, in Canada. It's actually going to be really difficult for me to travel, uh, especially with U.S., you know, and the, the border situation happening right now. So it's it's definitely uh, nerve wracking. But the way the business is set up, we have teams almost in every like major city. So we're able to be agile and, and help out as needed. We just don't have a lot of toilet paper. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> we had there was another uh, super chat that came in from Zohar. Uh, if you re-release a limited edition version of Mortal Kombat, I would pay 500 No, no, I'll pay 600 if you can go with half sticks. So, just another option out there if you guys do it. But again, Dude, you know, even if you, bought, even if you, you buy the Mortal Kombat, you yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can get a Mortal Kombat now and you can put your own half sticks in. It's not a hard thing to do, but I understand but what he's trying to say. He's just trying to say, hey, that's what I'm getting. It's just an option. I'm just laying out options yeah just like that no, i hear you i'll build one myself and ship it to you for 600 you gotta bucks. sign it you gotta sign it too you gotta sign it you gotta sign it the david mcintosh yeah. special that's it <laughs> we got a question in the chat I, from peter really it says uh david will you ahead. confirm how close you guys are to having one million cabinets sold john d had mentioned it but it retracted it a month ago said that they were close maybe it hadn't hit that mark yet you guys have you communicated with the sales department? Do you know if you guys have hit that magical, impressive number yet? I didn't know uh, we hadn't. I, I thought we, we had. It's uh, If we hadn't, we're very close. It's definitely up there. But I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm marketing. They don't really come to me with that stuff. They just say, you know, Jesus. sell these goods and I get to work. Between between yeah. me, Steven, and Doug, and P-Dubs, and, and Retro Ralph, we probably got you close to a million already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah, we're up there for sure. Um, and if I, I think the reason John retracted it because it may not have been um, there may have been sold. I think he's looking for a number sold through at retail versus uh, sold in. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I think we have exceeded that number. It's just a matter of a true transacted uh, at the register. Amount. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but nine hundred ninety nine thousand is still very impressive. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We got another question yeah, from unqualified a, a critic, job. as well. Unqualified critics basically want to know if you guys ever considered adopting like a numbskull type of uh, strategy, going a little bit smaller, you know, on your desk type. I know you kind of do it with the, you know, the Clico mini cage type of thing, but more of a uh, arcade design in a slightly bigger, so smaller yet bigger factor, I guess. Bigger than Clico, smaller than your arcade yes. one of his at the moment. 
have you guys seen the the new counter cades we showed off at ces those are pretty like they're a tiny bit smaller than the original counter cades but those mm -hmm. are going to be like the hottest item i think for us in terms of units sold because they're going to be at like a hundred dollar retail price point versus the 200 hundred dollar counter cades and it's the same joystick button configuration it's the same scale uh in terms of buttons and, and feel and play the team just happened to redesign it in a very uh intelligent way to bring the cost down significantly so i think that may be the solution you're looking for uh and if not we're we're always expanding into new categories as you can when? see i think in, in at ces we announced like six products but like six new product categories with various new products within each category as well like the company's going wild are those Here's my product development team because i know they're watching are those uh kind of affected by the shipment also or are we going to see those anytime soon because honestly i'd like to get a dig dug one and put it up here on the you know as part of like a in the show type thing like i like i do with some of the other stuff that i have um for a hundred bucks, I mean, uh, you know, like you said, that that's gonna be, a, yeah, you can't beat that price. Is that something that's gonna well, be you, coming soon, or if you don't get it that soon, Doug could dig a hole for you too. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Jack and Ball yeah, trades, yeah, those should be coming out soon, probably next couple months, probably. Cool. Oh, sweet. Things may change. Who knows? Like you know, with with, I know for a sure. fact they're on their way. Yeah. So I mean, we're gonna get them from that's arcade like a, one up, or do we? Man. Do we go to Walmart, GameStop? What's what is that going to be an arcade one-up exclusive? What what are we talking? Uh, I we got uh, way too much buy-in from retailers on that that item. The biggest feedback we had from retailers was the price point was a little high. You know what I mean? I'm sure we can all relate to that. I thought that my product team thought that. But Agreed. At the end of the day, the cost for the unit, yeah, it was definitely up there. So. Our PD team went to work and, and just re-engineered the entire thing and found a way to bring the cost down. They looked at, you know, different materials in terms of wood versus plastic just to really bring it down. But I don't know how they figured it out with wood, but they, they managed it to get it. So, you know, again, kudos to that team. And, and you know, it, it would be available probably most major retailers. Um, but I think one one retailer is talking quantities to the point where they're, they're maybe looking at exclusivity, but we don't know that yet. So to be determined. I misspoke for unqualified critics. I guess he was actually looking for the same scale, the same three-quarter scale you do now, but just much more arcade accurate is what he's really looking for. So the same form fact you make now, how you're considering making them much more realistic to the actual cabinet design uh, of the arcade versus the generic design we've had in the past. Yeah, I think you're seeing that with like Burger Time and Star Wars, um, Pac-Man 40th with the cabaret style. Uh, side panels. I think it's like it's it's a goal of ours to to get as close as possible. But you also need to have a differentiating factor as well, like what your unique selling proposition is in terms of like a market positioning. So you got to think, you know, why would uh, let's say, you know, I'm not going to use any names, but like a, a traditional arcade manufacturer wants an exact replica at an eighth of the price. You know, you know what I'm saying. So you got to you got to figure that there has to be some point of difference but you know we we do want to get it closer to arcade perfect and i think you'll see um with that special edition i was talking to you about coming down the pipeline with that really unique ferrari-esque uh, design and, and and value you'll start to see that too and, and i apologize for the pitter patter my dog's just r running all over the place in my apartment right now no you're Wait, where's your dog let's see your dog where is he what kind of dog I'll bring him up in just a sec hang on i got a french bulldog ah I'll so, meat bag. so commercial break. with you guys in the <laughs> chat room here real quick while David grabs his dog, 
Um, you guys in the chat room on Facebook, if you've got questions, I know we're not catching everybody there, but if you can do like at the tech buzz or at Steven or at Doug or at, at, um, Glenn. So that way we can make sure that we see them. We're seeing some on, on YouTube because some of the guys are doing super chats, which unfortunately there's no way to do that on Facebook. So just kind of put the at symbol right before our name and it should come up. Or I don't know if David's even in Facebook. If he is, you can, you can do that as well. But um, just want to kind of put that there so everybody kind of knows. But it looks like David's got we his got dog. A, there we go. We got his dog. He's cute. Oh, okay. oh, there go. we go. I'll bring him up. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, there we go. Star what's, uh, what's his Bulldog. name? Our... His name is Louie. 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 Hey, buddy. And, Louis. Now, and now the views just <laughs> yeah, tripled because we have a dog on there. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, while, you got, while you're holding a dog there, he's we have another boy. Zohar question about any chance of increasing the 17 inch screen size to like a 19 or bigger? Uh, there will be a unit with a bigger screen down the road. I know that, but I can't, again, talk about it at the moment. It's just the project. We're, we're working on expanding the screen size. I don't know if it'll be the same scale. I don't know if it'll be the same form factor, but we, we understand that screen size has been, uh, you know, one of the big comments. So the issue we have, right, is that we've made so many of these things that you get you get a fantastic deal using the same size screen. So to, to go into different markets, the price point would then have to increase. So it becomes one of those, uh, for those of you who were here from the beginning of the show, when I talked about tiered uh, arcade machines, it would probably become one of the top tier uh, options if we ever do follow that business model. I like that idea. <clears throat> I, I am I am one of those guys, I'll, I'll just be honest, like I have the golden tee and I have the turtles that have, you know, the color risers and stuff. But I, 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 you know, going back, I see a lot of people asking about the riser shortage and everything like that. I'm kind of with them. I really like the black risers because all my other arcades have the black risers. I'm not one that a lot of these guys are putting screens on them and, and putting graphics on them. I'm just kind of like, it looks good with the black. And, it, and my fear is... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like this this clown right here. <laughs> Show that again. Yeah, like that. So, you have something like that, and next thing you know, like I have a I have a seven year old, and I have an eleven year old. How long before their foot goes right through that because they're sticking their foot <laughs> on top of it? Or well, if it's Glenn's face, they'll probably just like kick it in. But I wouldn't ooh. be surprised. I mean, that's that's my big fear with like even putting a graphic on it. My son has a tendency when he uses a stool over there, he sets his feet right on top of the riser. And then he'll kind of do this with his feet, and it could like peel the graphic. I don't know. Maybe I'm over paranoid, but I'm just. Well, that's why they're called kick plates. Well, yeah, he yeah, kicks. Right. He, ki called, he kicks called... them. Yeah, he does kick them, but he <laughs> kicks the riser more than anything. So I don't know. That's just my my two cents on that. Can I can I can I throw in somehow into we yeah. just said having options? Can I work that into that somehow? Nice to have the option to Sorry, have that ahead. if you want it. What a generic riser, or Glenn's face on all the risers. Glenn, that would be great, actually. I think you should, because people could kick my face all day long. It happens at work. Might as well happen when you're home playing as well. Just, just kick me in the face. We got a super chat from Sean Powers. It says, "David, will there be a Burger Time joystick, or excuse me, joystick fix? The eight-way is just so frustrating and annoying to play Burger Time." Oh, that's sad to hear. Um, yeah, we'll we'll have some stuff on that soon. We'll have we'll have some proper 
uh, messaging to go out. We, we understand that that's an issue. We actually, we figured out it was an issue at CES and at Toy Fair, but at that point it had gone through the manufacturing process. So there, there definitely will be a solution in place in the near future. Thanks for hanging in there though. And we appreciate your support on the Burger Time unit. Uh, you'll be happy to hear what we have to say in the next couple of uh, days. Very cool. Yeah. Cool. John, uh, John here is asking about the drunken San Diego Comic-Con story. I had, he missed it, unfortunately. Uh, ah. John, I, I told the PG-13 version. <laughs> so, Always John, if you want to come in at the post show and tell us the R-rated version, please join us at the post show. Oh. <laughs> David's like, no. <laughs> well, hey, he can do whatever he wants. That's the thing. That guy doesn't have any, uh, Filter. any training wheels on him, so he can do as he pleases. Yeah. <laughs> So what about the pinball? Let's talk pinball a little bit. Yes. So yeah, how, obviously, again, this is all impacting the pinball. Is it likely, I mean, because I know you guys, if I'm not mistaken, that was kind of like a quarter three launch or, or even holiday launch of this year. Is that going to push that into, you know, 2021 now for a launch? Oh, no. This is going to be one of our blockbuster items this holiday. Get your credit cards ready, boys. She's coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that's the one david is driving yeah, the match I mean, to pick up and make sure everyone gets on time yeah save some of that yeah, tax right, refund man. money I'll, I'll hop in a pickup yeah exactly yeah save up the kids are gonna be like hey where's my christmas presents and be like oh crap i forgot I forgot about the kids all right well you can play on the pinball <laughs> machine you know yeah. i know a lot of people are getting toilet paper for christmas right <laughs> yeah that's a good gift that's better than gold these days Somebody needs a creative Why video game wrapped in paper. They should. Well, they had Booger Man. That was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's similar, right? That's funny. So we P got the... wants to know if David vapes. Oh boy. Ah, yes. Important uh, question. Uh, not not the not the e-cigarette kind of vape, but I'll leave it at that. <laughs> well, you're Canadian, so yeah, it's allowed. Yeah, it's legal up here. What I do, yeah. <laughs> Got to relax somehow, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's medicinal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Call it what you need, man. Helps you sleep, helps you eat, relax. It's like a vacation, you know? Walk 30 blocks, Two weeks there 40 own. blocks, find yourself <laughs> at some strange hotel somewhere. Whoa. Talking to some guy you just Yeah, I don't drink corner. anymore after, uh, <laughs> after San Diego Comic-Con. I kind of cut back on my drinking, so... Vaping is the safe way for me to enjoy an evening. Yeah. Are you sure? Are you sure that John didn't spike your drink? You know that happens too. You know. Trust me, it, it wasn't. Uh, there wasn't anything funky going on. It was just looking back at it. I have like pictures of us just taking shots, and there's like thirty different pictures. You know, thirty different drinks. So it wasn't uh, nothing funky going on there. Just uh, too much lightweight. You know. It's so interesting. How, as far as all the all the machines you've been selling, how have your um, cocktail tables been doing? Because I actually really like the like the black you know, the Pac Man cocktail table. Are we going to see more items in that form factor? Certainly, yeah. The category is doing very well, and retailers that wouldn't normally carry us or wouldn't normally uh, sell arcade games are really interested because we've now entered a functional furniture category with those things because. You know, we see them as playable cocktail tables, head-to-head -head units, whatever you want to call them. Uh, retailers 
look at them as, you know, a coffee table that has a ton more value added. You know, if you go and see like a nice high-end coffee table, it's in the relative same price range. You can get one that does nothing or you can get one that you can jam out on your favorite retro games. Plus it has, you know, authentic artwork and stuff. So for us, it, it, the category is doing very well and um, we're getting a lot of retail pickup as well. So you'll, you'll definitely see new titles, new, uh, you know, form factors maybe. Uh, so, you know, definitely keep your, your fingers on the pulse there on all of our social media pages for, for the latest news. Well, let's. How has your Pac-Man Atari joystick uh, the retro Ralph edition. How have those things been uh, <laughs> been progressing? Well, they're great, except we're shipping them with the head backwards now, so you know <laughs> there won't be any communication or miscommunication on those things. Um, but yeah, they're, they're also doing very well. Lots of lots of retail interest on those things. They're going to be like a huge uh, party favorite in the near future. It'll be like the you know the 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 quarantine favorite for sure when you have the family over, the friends. <laughs> yeah. keep it well, they they were definitely a. Yeah. a favorite for parties i think beforehand but i think you added family to it which is important <laughs> so that's good yeah yeah definitely we're, we're making a pg-13 version <laughs> let's yeah. let's go back to the cocktail tables real quick um price point on that do you guys feel like you hit the mark with that or do you kind of feel like the way some of us do for what it is and the size of it it's it's a bit pricey for 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 what it is yeah i hear what you're saying at the end of the day, like I don't have too much say in, in terms of pricing, right? We source it, we they get it made, and, and I just sell it, you know. So I, I agree with you. Like I hear what you're saying. It's kind of like the countercades. Uh, consumers really drive the business. So if mm-hmm. you guys continue to give that feedback, then it's likely to implement change on, on subsequent products. And somebody wanted to know the recessed uh, monitor. Is that something that's going to happen going forward? I guess kind of like. And I lost the chat because it went up there, but I don't know if they're referring to the way like Golden Tea is and some of those other ones that have that recessed glass. Yeah, so on games that it works, they'll do it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you got to consider the design of the unit, the depth of the unit and stuff like that. So if we guys, if you guys keep wanting more recessed screens, like by all means, just keep giving that feedback. I think, I think it's Pac-Man 40th Golden Tea. Uh, and a few others that they're starting to roll it out on, and it's getting tremendously good feedback. So we're we're definitely going to keep that momentum and keep keep designing them that way, if if that's what you guys want. Unqualified critic said that he was fine with the price point, but he said it was about seven inches too short. I know he went out and put little legs on the on the bottom to raise it. Um, would that be an option, like you're kind of doing with your pinball machines? We have maybe some adjustable legs that can drop down and lock in place to to raise it up a little bit for some people if they want that. That's actually really smart. I personally haven't thought of that. I'm not, I'm sure the team has, but if not, that should be like an accessory or like an option, something maybe you retrofit to the existing unit. I don't know. Um, I'm sure there's like a cheap solution out there to mod your existing one, but um, when the team did the designs, it's actually like an inch or two shorter than the original cocktail cabinet. So it's, it's like 98% scale in terms of height. Um, so I think the team did a fantastic job in terms of hitting the scale but I do agree with you. It you do bend over a little bit playing it. I mean, I'm six two, so I do I do feel a bit more hunched playing it. But you know, overall, it's still a great experience. I just think if you want it raised, you know, currently look for options to get it taller yourself, and maybe down the down the road we look we'll look at options to make it taller ourselves. But it's tough when when you look at the design of the unit and the features and stuff and and the packaging. There's not really like an inch of breathing room 
in any of the design we have. And it has to be certain heights for certain reasons, whether it's UPS shipping or FedEx shipping uh, limitations or, or shipping weight and stuff like that. So I think they've really pushed the limits in terms of what's uh, what's doable, but doesn't mean that they can't implement innovations moving moving forward. So, you know, great feedback. I, I don't know the answer. And, and good options. I know you, they, you can buy these small little like peg legs you would put on, you know, furniture. And I think it's unqualified critics are done. So you can definitely do it. Just an option. It would kind of be nice on sides, maybe a hit a little button to drop down the legs and lock it in place. Just just little feedback. That's all. And Glenn, somebody had a, a, a super chat about the pinball, about removing a game. Oh, about if the, you wanna... oh yeah, I wasn't removing a game. It was, I think they want me to do my Star Wars rant. That uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if it's licensing, you know, but they can't do anything about it. But a lot of us do not like the the new trilogy artwork because it's not really it's not really Star Wars. It's Kathleen Kennedy's whatever it is. I don't know. But uh, I guess it is. Will it be cabinets released with just original artwork, or it's always going to be that design due to you know Lucas and Disney requiring that artwork on the cabinet, the pinball machine? Because honestly, some of it's Star Wars, some of it's totally not Star know. Wars. It, it's it's fake. It's just not Star Wars. <laughs> That's funny you say that. Yeah, I, I don't really have uh, heavy involvement in terms of the artwork or any of the negotiations on the contract, but I do want to rectify something I said earlier because I saw John here commented that there will be options in the future to raise the height on the cocktail tables. Probably something similar to the pinball. Very nice. Excellent. Yeah. So back to the important question about Star Wars and artwork. <laughs> <laughs> so on on this side of the cabinet we have we have our nice original trilogy we have Luke we got Leia we got Han Chewie and on this side there are some crazy creatures no one really understands them the movies stunk and they really have no value so just putting out there wait an option not to put that why don't on, you just great. do half and half Glenn put the original on one side and put the the new trilogy on the other side so you get the best of both worlds. Well, that's what's on it now. You have the original. Yeah, say, that's what they've done. And okay, what so but, what's the problem yeah, so then? He, here's the problem. Well, actually, I have a solution people out there. That new artwork seems to be on the right-hand side, so you're going to put your pinball machine up against the wall on the right side. Oh, Just enough God. to get your hand in on this side. This way, you don't have to look at that whatever that is. Ray, poo poo po I don't know. Whatever that is. Thanks, Kathleen Kennedy, for rooting Star Wars. Appreciate it. Wow. That's brutal. This got personal really quickly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you really quickly. Cool, David, so you should have had a better answer for it because now that's all we're going to hear the rest of the night. You do realize that, right? Well, if, you, if you're going to yeah, make a yeah. Star Wars pinball or like the Star Wars arcade, right? That's a beautiful machine. Great artwork on it all the way around. Did a phenomenal job. The yoke, the artwork, everything. They got the new pinball machine. Half the machine is beautiful. The other half is, uh, it's not. Tell us, tell us how you really feel, Glenn. Well, it's just one man's opinion. True, but I There's do a have a billion dollars in box office I revenue that would say otherwise. About you know, most of the world when it comes to Star Wars, I just happen to know. <laughs> oh man! So the star, since we're on Star Wars, the Star Wars <laughs> sit down, Glenn. Does that does that meet your standards? Oh, the the Star Wars no. that Arcade One Up has the yeah. sit down bench. You know what? Very I am cool. drooling over that because, as you know, I have I actually have a Star oh that's Wars okay Arcade One Up. Oh, yeah, but that's beautiful. That, that, that's great. And I can't wait for the modding community to build the top parks. I know for a fact that once that, that uh, seat comes out for the Star Wars, someone's going to enclose that sucker. And I cannot wait to see who's the first to do that, whether it be Bruce Yeager or somebody else. I don't know. But I cannot wait for that, that seat to come out because when I 
I played it twice. I played it in, in Dunkin' Donuts back in the day for the stand-up, but the sit-down, it's just a totally different experience, and I can't wait for that thing to get out. Can't. Cannot wait. Because you know what? There's no there's no new trilogy on that. It's great. <laughs> what do you think, David? Is that coming anytime uh, this this year as well? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, think, I think that's a fall launch. Now that's going to be but, uh, yeah, sold independently, right? As well as sold as a kit with the cabinet and everything in it. Is that true? Uh, I think right now it's being sold through a retail with the um, with the bench and the unit itself. Uh, I, I do think that the team's trying to sell it our, on our own, like through arcade1up.com um, or the bench itself separately. Like you know what I mean? So you can get the the unit without a riser or bench hopefully, or a uh, bench on its own so you can retrofit an existing Star Wars, but that probably won't be for a little while right now. Very cool. Speaking of Arcade1Up.com, David, you guys have had the, the website up for a while and you've been selling independently through that. What have been some of the lessons learned and the challenges you guys have faced, you know, being a retailer, so to speak, on your own? Yeah, so... Um... The issue we found with the first pre-order was the delivery. Um, so the issue we're having is like people do pre-orders and they're like, you know, I expect this or like when people order on Amazon, for example, like today's day and age consumer behavior is so different. Like they, they order something, they expect it there same day, next day, following day. Uh, so we didn't really understand the consumer mindset. And then when we pre-ordered, you know, we, we set the expectations that these will be available in, you know, a couple months. But of course, there's logistical uh, hiccups as you're doing this for the first time. So with Burger Time, you know, to tie this all into to one story here, we had aimed for a uh, March 1st shipment, which we actually had, had pre-shipped. We shipped it two weeks early, uh, earlier than we said we were going to. But the issues that had occurred, you know, global pandemic-wise, within the time frame of shipping those units had just happened. So when we said, this is our one shot to fix it, let's not mess anything up. We shipped it two weeks early to make sure we could hit the ship day we promised. And of course there was still an issue with it. So we're, we're still trying to get the, the pre-order process right. I mean, we did everything on our end to execute and deliver to the, to the dates we promised. It's just, there's certain things that are out of your control, i.e. global disasters, but um, uh, other other things we're learning are price points, shipping costs, stuff like that. We're still playing around with it. We're hoping to uh, have, you know, not as expensive shipping uh, in the future. That That's something we're always negotiating with FedEx. Some things are just out of our control. Like, I think I saw a deck protector go for less than the cost of shipping to someone's house at some point. And I was like, this is crazy. So we're trying to find solutions to make our e-commerce experience one that people actually enjoy and one that they can trust and deem credible. So that's that's something we're always working on and trying to trying to improve. Awesome, appreciate that. Yeah, no problem, man. So appreciate you guys. You were the first three to pre-order. I saw the names. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So before we got to wrap up here, um, any other questions that you guys have for uh, David and those of you that are gonna stick around a little bit for post show. You can always jump in and call in and, and whatnot and ask, and we'll have a line open. Um, but any other burning questions about the new launch? I mean, unfortunately, pandemic's here. I mean, there's nothing we could do about it for any company. Not a question mark. Yeah, I mean, he can only give you so much information. Um, 
I know, Glenn, you you and you were talking before that you were really excited for those miniature consoles that you could set around. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm looking at getting some of those, too, to kind of use as decor in the arcade slash studio. And I know you're you're really big on that. Yeah, I have only have two. Those are expensive. You know, and I, I've only got two of each on those suckers. But the the, the, <laughs> the, the Coleco, the Coleco uh, mini cades, I mean, they're just iconic. Uh, they have Pac-Man, they have Miss Pac-Man, they got Donkey Kong, they got Frogger, they have Zaxxon. Um, they're just great, uh, and I can't wait to see what they're coming out with, and I know they're going to be making more, but I'll definitely be in line with those. Even I got the uh, the uh, Robotech that was released by Coleco. They had a Kickstarter uh, last year, and it's just an iconic shell, great design, great game, so I cannot wait for those, but I also can't wait to get my hands on the mini consoles. I want that Atari. I want the Intellivision. I want the ColecoVision. I want the Commodore 64. The guys are going to make me broke. I got to I gotta be able to go out and get my... <laughs> my, my I knew he had to have something. Yeah, he got that top-of-the-line stuff. He'll be able to trade that for like six arcade one-ups in a couple of weeks, man. <laughs> <Now he's laughs> going out. It does say premium. Premium's yeah. extra soft. There you go. Right there, premium extra soft. So, so um, Zohar wants to know: Is there any uh, any time frame for possible releases for Mortal Kombat? Now we're back to Mortal Kombat again. <laughs> That's all right. Oh, we're still on Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I think uh, he's I think all about it, man. Who are interested in relaunching some of Wave One by uh, by Q4? Like, I think that'll be available for holiday. Um, I can't say which retailer now or the timing exactly, but it's they're on their way. Like I can't guarantee you, uh, Mortal Kombat will will be one of the re-release titles, but it's up there on the list for sure. But well, here's the here's the thing too: if they could re-release like these cabinets, they gotta have the feature like the NBA Jam. Nothing's gonna be like playing Mortal Kombat over the internet with with your friends somewhere else. Like watching Steven or Doug beat the crap out of me in Mortal Kombat, it'd be just great, you know. So any cabinets get re-released, like, they're both like, yeah, we're going to do it. But in any case, <laughs> Absolutely. But in yeah. any case any, I think Arcade One, if they do release cabinets like the old style, it would really be a nice feature to have that connectivity to play your friends elsewhere. Because um, then I could play them in Asteroids and yeah. work the floor with them. So it's, you know, give and take. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, when you guys think about it, we redeveloped NBA Jam in an arcade format for the first time ever to be online capable. So the company had, had had taken a step outside of its comfort zone instead of just manufacturing arcade machines to developing games. So for the first time ever, we, we did that. And, you know, kudos to the team again for the development because it really turned out fantastic. It's very streamlined, very, very easy to do. Um, but Scott invested a lot of money to, to do that. So to do it on every single re-release, probably not. But there may be a title or two uh, that does come with it. And and I'm telling you right now, the fact that he's making it free is really just like a hat tip to the community. You know what I mean? Like he, he's not charging any uh, ridiculous like hourly fees or monthly fees or any any sort of subscription base. He's just, you know, you buy the unit, free online capabilities. He's funding that himself. It's he funded the development himself, and it's just going to be a fantastic experience for you guys. I really look forward to to jamming out with you guys over the internet. You know, especially if if things continue to to lean towards Decline. social isolation, it would be nice to connect that way. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Until the power grid goes down, we have no internet. Oh, don't even don't even say that. Be down over there. Hey, David, <laughs> real quick, somebody reminded me of a question, and we gotta have to wrap at least this portion of it up. Silver Strike Bowling apparently was was um, shown at CES on 
on with the golden tea. Golden tea. Is that sure. still mm-hmm. is that still in the right. works? Because somebody said that it was removed from the floor a day or two after it was shown. Was that a oops or was that a signs of things to come? Yeah, I don't think that was supposed to be on the show floor. If I'm being honest, that was uh, that was a mistake. I can tell by your reaction. I can't com- I, yeah, can't comment on that one. Okay, I Sorry, just guys. I know again somebody had somebody had stated that. But anyways, David, thank you so much for joining us. You guys, check him out arcade1up.com. Any parting words for everybody, David? Um, I always have a hard time with these because I say the same thing every time. So I'm gonna try and think of something unique. <laughs> Um, you know, in the, in this time of, of panic and stuff and fear, just try and, you know, spend time with your loved ones, enjoy, enjoy your downtime, additional hours at home, you know, recuperate, charge yourself up and, and enjoy life. Cause you know, it's too short, you know, there's too much panicking going on. Just, just try and, you know, enjoy your best life and just do what you enjoy. Some people may enjoy playing games. Some people may enjoy spending time with their family, but just, you know, do what makes you happy. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us and taking time. Uh, for those that are in post-show, he'll stick around for a little bit. Also, I want to thank Mr. Douglas Smith, youtube.com slash cool toy. Go, go subscribe. I don't need to tell everybody to subscribe. They know where you're at. Yeah, find me. <laughs> or I'll find you. Yeah, or he'll, find, he'll beat you. <laughs> and and also, Glenn Planamento, check him out, youtube.com slash Glenn's Retro Show. And you just, you just did a recent video with um, uh, Mr. Critics. Correct. So y'all want to go critics. check out. Yes. Um, he's a good guy, too. Um, nothing more to say. He's just I was really going to say guy. Doing just some, David, yeah. but then nobody knows, like like you just yeah. said, David Mack. One, one of the things about the Unqualified Critics is he seems to understand that the TurboGrafx-16 is superior to oh. the Sega Genesis. Now you're, you're ganging up on me. You found a supporter. <laughs> oh, Wait, I'm, I'm in, Se- Dominion. I'm in Dominion Sega Camp with coming. you. I'm in Sega Camp with you until I get it there done. We go. So we're, we're there. So. It's You've a tag been in the team Sega going camp on. for about 15 minutes. You've been in the Sega camp 15 minutes. Come on. Wait a second. I that. all growing up, my brother wanted Nintendo. I wanted Sega. He could tell you that. Okay, so I'm telling you. So your brother knew what he was doing, and you didn't. He tried to educate you. I get it. I had the masters. Anyways, Glenn Planamento, check him out. YouTube.com/slash Glenn's Retro Show. Guys, I'm the Tech Buzz pretty much everywhere. Go check it out. Um, again, if you want to subscribe to this podcast, it's in audio and video form. Everywhere your favorite podcast is is at, go subscribe if you came in late. Or if you didn't get to hear the post show, you need to come live because the post show, sometimes things come out. It just happens that way. But really appreciate all you guys tuning in, and we'll see you next week for the Retro Buzz. Retro Buzz.